Hey you guys, before we get started. Hey guys. Alright, we're starting with the voice crack, that's perfect. Um, before we get cooking, I want to say thank you to our two newest five-star reviews on iTunes. First one was posted March 4th by Guitarmaster15. Five stars, comedic gold. What's wonderful about this podcast is that Zoltan brings his comedic genius into everyday musings about life throughout his episodes. I swear someone else wrote this. I did not write this myself. Although this is exactly how I would describe my comedic prowess. Um, he goes on to say, He is one of the few comedians that makes my cheeks ache because I laugh so hard. Thank you, man. Podcast is great. His stand-up is amazing. Just finished watching his show in Cleveland, and I can't recommend it enough to go out and see him live. Well, that's not going to happen for a while. Uh, P.S. Not sure why Autocorrect kept switching his name to all caps. Got tired of fixing it, so yeah. Well, you know why? Because that's how it's spelled in Hungarian culture. Every letter is capitalized. It's not true. But are you going to Google it to see? Then why don't we just take it as gospel, alright? The other five-star review came from someone called No One Can Be Trusted, which is a very interesting username. Uh, this is from March 7th, great comedian and podcast, five stars. Zoltan's passive positivity is the perfect thing for the drive to work. It'll make you not hate life so much and put you in a better mood. His podcast is a mix of funny stories, music suggestions, and general hilarity. Uh, that's, that's how I would describe my comedy in general, just general hilarity. The stories about his epic battle with bedbugs, episode 247, and the time he was cat-shamed by Mickey Mouse at Disneyland, episode 175, which I actually forget. I don't remember being... I, I have to go back and listen to episode 175. And the time a homeless dude randomly slept in his car, I do remember that, episode 269, were all tremendous and worth a listen. Uh, I wish I knew about this podcast earlier. Well, you know about it now. And because of uh, our current predicament, I think I'm going to be doing a podcast every day until I get back to work. It's going to be my protest. It's going to be my sit-in. It's going to be my... Uh, I already said protest. <laughs> this, is gonna ha- this is how I'm going to get comedians back to work, is I'm going to do this incessant podcast every day until um, these nerds in lab coats get together and find us a GD cure. How about that? Hmm? All right. And then normally this is where I would plug upcoming shows, but we're not going to do that. All shows are halted. They're done. Comedy is dead. It's dead like our immune systems. Sorry, I'm trying to be positive. Anyway, uh, I'm not going to be touring for a while, so there's no shows to plug. Uh, You know, more on that later. But how about it? Let's hit the music. Let's get to the show. Let's do it. Let's do it. Hey, everybody. Welcome to the show. Welcome to This Week in Zoltan. As all this stuff falls over. It's it's a pandemic. Oh, that's a battery. Let's not throw that away. Okay. We're wrecking uh, electronics here is what's happening. I just spent 20 minutes setting this thing up. I put the mic into the laptop. I even set my camera up to maybe post footage on YouTube. It's episode uh, 282 of the This Week in Zoltan podcast, the first one with live video. Uh, Not live, but you know, like I'm a lot, whatever. And then I went to go throw my camera case, batteries, and 
a bunch of stuff to camera equipment that I don't know. I don't know what it does. I don't know what I'm doing. I don't know what's happening. All right. I it's I went to the grocery store. Everyone's scared. I'm watching the Democratic debates on mute, which uh, which makes both candidates look older. I got to be honest with you. Nothing makes old people look older than putting them on mute. Because you just look at them and you go, ah, they can't even talk? And should they even be outside? Should Biden and Sanders, who, by the way, I'm a fan of, you know, in case you care, and if you don't, then sorry for saying it, that means you like the other guy, but, uh... (laughs) They, ah, they're so old and sad. Shouldn't they be in a bubble? Should they be outside? Should they be in suits? Should they, they should be in, in pillowcases. They should be covered in breathable pillowcases so they don't get this thing. But, uh, this is what we're dealing with. This is the new modern times. Um, welcome to the show, everybody. I don't even know if that camera, if I'm in the shot. Am I? Or is it just a weird, am I in the lens? We'll figure it out. Um... This is episode 282, and like I said in the opening buffer, I am gonna, uh, I think I'm gonna do a podcast every day until we get back to work. All my work is canceled. As far as I'm concerned, uh, I'm the one that canceled it, by the way. (laughs) I think I'm the only comedian that actively canceled work. Everyone else is either, uh, scrounging for pennies and can't cancel work, can't afford to miss work. Or they're like superstars running around on a tour bus with their face painted on the side and they're not gonna they're not gonna cancel because, you know, there's like a million dollars on the line and you gotta pay your agents and your managers and your you know, pay off your ex wives and your so ons and so forths and whatever's and I don't have that. So I just cancelled shows myself. I did the last week of shows by the way, thank you to the good people of Cleveland, Indianapolis, and Philadelphia. I guess those are, those are my last shows traveling for the foreseeable future. I mean, if you go on my website, uh, I'm supposed to be in Los Angeles. Those shows aren't happening. And then at the end of April, I'm supposed to be at Wise Guys in Salt Lake City. I don't think that's happening. I mean, as of right now, I guess it's on, but... My gut feeling is today is March 15th. I don't think they're going to figure this out in six weeks. I think, based on what I've seen going on in Italy and what happened in China and continuing to happen in China, I don't think we're going to be back to normal in six weeks. And apparently hoarding all that toilet paper was a good idea. Which I don't understand. Why? Why? Take a shower. Take a shower. What are you doing hoarding toilet paper? They're not going to shut off the water. Take a shower. Wash your dirty bum. Stock up on food. Soups. Tuna. Meats you put in the freezer. TV dinners. Get yourself all the hungry mans. Frozen pizzas if you have an oven. I, what do you do? Toilet paper. Toilet paper. Toilet paper I will not hoard. Wet wipes I will hoard. That's a necessity. Alright? 
Toilet paper is like buying stock in Chrysler. And wet wipes is like buying Bitcoin. That's what you got to get into. That's the future. Wet wipes are the future. And uh, regular toilet paper? What are we, coal miners? I mean, how far do we want to turn this clock back? Or in your case, a sundial. If you think regular toilet paper is what you should be going after, canned goods, bottled water, blah, blah, blah. Eating stuff. You want to eat things. Vitamins. Get some vi- If you wear contacts, contact solution. By the way, that just reminded me that I didn't buy that. I have cat food. I have a bunch of food. I got Keurig pods because uh, the environment doesn't matter during this time. All right? That's why people with hippies and dirty dreads were running into Vons and grocery stores and hardware stores to buy bleach. Good old-fashioned kill-the-environment bleach so they can douse their children in it to make sure they don't get this thing. Um... Yeah, toilet paper. And I gotta be honest with you, I've only seen one video of of people losing their mind, and it wasn't in the United States. I think it was in Australia or the UK. I can't tell those two accents apart. Like, unless you're wearing a cowboy hat with alligator teeth on the brim, I, I don't know if you're Australian or if you're from the United Kingdom. I can't tell. All right? I can't tell. Same way if, if uh, you're speaking uh, Portuguese, it takes me a couple paragraphs of you talk until I realize that's not Spanish. All right? All right? There. So I don't know if this video was taken in Australia or the United Kingdom or New Zealand for that matter. It's all the same business, right? That's probably incredibly offensive to those people, but what are they going to do? They're quarantined. They can't fly over and beat me up. They're stuck. Like I am in here, which we aren't yet, but it's happening. Anyway, there was like a fight over toilet paper. I shared it on my Instagram at Zoltan Comedy if you want to take a gander. Uh, it's in the stories. But um, yeah, they got into a fist fight, fisticuffs over toilet paper. And that hasn't happened here. I've gone to the grocery store three times in the last five days, and everyone's cool. Like, their actions aren't cool, but everyone's acting cool, you know? It's once you look in people's carts where you're like, you have 87 cans of tuna fish. Oh, boy. But everyone's polite. Oh, excuse me. I don't, pardon me, madam. Let me, I, I just need some Swiffer pads or whatever. But it's when you make eye contact with those people that you see the panic in their eyes. And then that's when you know you have it in yours. Because you can see it reflecting in theirs. And everyone's scared. Even the, even the people that are uh, still dumb and posting, it's not a big deal. Oh, it isn't? Then why is this happening? Sorry, I'm incredibly thirsty. And you know that I'm not editing that out. I went and I had pizza with Dane. It was like a last meal. We went over here to Demilly's Italian eatery here on Adams Avenue in beautiful Normal Heights uh, neighborhood of San Diego and had ourselves delicious uh, pizza and now I'm thirsty as can be, which is not good because I'm going to drink through my rations of water. 
Italian food. What do they put in it? Is it all the bread? Is it the sauce? <sighs> Is it the vigor that makes me want to fight? I don't know what they put in that stuff, but oh boy. Oh boy. Um, yeah, I don't know. Uh, everyone's being cool. That was my point of that. Everyone's being cool, but I can see in their eyes there's panic. I don't know how you scared you guys are about this. Maybe you're not scared at all. Uh, I'm pretty scared. I'm, yeah. Uh, part of me is excited about it, though. Like, this is going to be something that I'm going to tell my grandkids about. I thought I was only going to have one event in my life to tell my grandkids about, and I thought that was going to be 9-11. And no. I think it's going to be, I'll also have this. I'll have 9-11, uh, Steve Nash being the MVP of the NBA two years in a row, which is mind-blowing. He was so small and white. And then this, the coronavirus. This is pretty amazing. I don't remember Ebola. I don't remember swine flu. I don't remember bird flu. I don't remember... I wasn't around for AIDS. I mean, it's still around now, but I wasn't around for when it was new. That was a few years. That was 10 years before I was born when that thing came out. But, um... Well, I'm, we're part of history. It's kind of exciting. I'm not excited to be locked in my studio apartment if martial law breaks out. But uh, I'm ready to make more video content. I got this camera... I went to Best Buy today and got a new MacBook Pro to do some sweet video editing. Uh, and I got some books, so I'm ready to be locked inside. I'm ready <laughs> to be locked inside and trying to make the best of it. Who knows, man? Who knows? Maybe I have it. That's the, the weird thing about this thing is you cannot show symptoms for 14 days. And still have it. You know what? I'm going to turn this off. I'm going to turn my camera off. I don't know why I'm trying to record this. I just need audio. There's, a, there's no reason for me to have video footage. What, what am I going to do with that? You know? Why does there need to be video footage of me sitting alone and talking? Audio is fine. Audio is fine. All right? Maybe if I had a guest. What am I trying to do right now? You know? Sit. I need to sit and be comfortable. I hope you can tell how frazzled I am. Because I am frazzled as I move this. That's why I'm straining right there. I was moving this table closer to me. Um. Yeah, I don't have any answers. I did a Facebook Live the other day. And I can tell people... <laughs> that was one of the things. I did another podcast yesterday with Dustin Nickerson, the Backseaters. Or Don't Make Me Come Back There. I forget the name of his podcast, which is horrible because I've been on it five times and he's one of my best friends in comedy. Uh, but you know how it goes. I don't know the name of his stuff. I just know he has a thing and I know how to find it. Um, but I did his podcast yesterday and uh, um, I don't even know what I was bringing up. What was I saying? I'm not scared. Uh, talking about it. I don't know. I did his podcast yesterday. And he was one that, that was like trying not to cancel travel. He's got a family to take care of. Obviously, all his work is gone. I'm okay, you know. Don't worry about me financially. I'm worried about my other comedian friends financially. I was raised by a poor immigrant mother from Budapest, Hungary, all right? 
she instilled in me uh, to live well below your means and have money in the bank. So I'm okay. And I don't mean that. By the way, I uh, there was many years I didn't have that because it was impossible to live below your means when you only made twenty thousand dollars a year. The only way I could live below my means, making twenty grand a year, is to live outside. So for many years I couldn't I couldn't put money away. But the last two years have been good to me. So I've been able to stash some loot into my you know savings account. And if it comes to it, you know we'll, we'll cash it out. And I got a new Amex card with, uh, <laughs> I just got it. It's a new American Express card that gets Delta miles, which might be worthless because we'll never fly again. But uh, I got like 80,000 miles for signing up or something, and which could be very much worthless. It could be Bitcoin for all I know in about two months. But uh, I got it, and it's got a pretty good credit limit on there that I didn't even know about. And I told my best friend, my neighbor, I go, that's my exit strategy. If things really hit the fan and I spend every dollar I have, I'm going to crank up the limit on that credit card, buy whatever I need to buy, and I'm going to move to Mexico, I guess. I'm going to go buy a truck on credit or something and load it with supplies, and I'm done. Yeah, I'm done. I'm going to do the Ron White thing and sell pottery in Mexico. Most of you listening probably have no idea that he actually did that, but he did that. He quit comedy for a while and sold pottery. And then he came back. Anyway, uh, except I won't be coming back because there's no way in hell I'm paying back American Express if I end up jacking it up to that limit. Um, yeah, I don't know. I, I don't know if I should have been outside. Uh, the one show that I canceled, uh, I was supposed to be in Modesto on Friday, and... And I canceled it, obviously. And they were still ready to do the show. I'm the one that pulled the trigger. And I would have done the show. It was the flying that scared me. I had to connect in LAX, and I'm like, I don't want to. You know, maybe if it was a direct flight to Sacramento and I could rent a car, maybe. But maybe I would have done it. But San Diego's a busy airport, too. I didn't I didn't want to do it there, either. Um, but... I, I ended up pulling the trigger going, yeah, we're not doing it. So we're rescheduling it to August. Hopefully the world is normal in August. And I'll get to go up there into Modesto and do the show. But, yeah, I, I kind of felt guilty for doing the shows I did in Cleveland, Indian Philly. Um, for how crazy this virus thing is. Apparently you can have symptoms and not know it for 14 days but still be contagious to people. So I came home on Monday and when did I go visit my mother? Tuesday night. So Tuesday and Wednesday I shot the new commercial for Manscaped for the Lawnmower 3.0. I don't know when that's coming out but you'll see it. I'm sure you'll see it egregiously <laughs> as you did the last commercial I did for him which everyone sends me pictures of every time they see it, which is all the time. Uh, so Tuesday and Wednesday, I did a, I did the shoot during the day for Manscaped, which was a lot of fun. I got to break a fake bottle. You know those sugar glass bottles that they use like in westerns? I got to break a couple of those on set. Super fun. Um, and then afterwards, because the commercial was shot up in North County, I went and visited my mom. We had dinner, and maybe we shouldn't have had. Maybe I shouldn't have done that. That's what scares me. Because I had just flown. I hit 
every how many airports did I hit? San Diego coming leaving and coming home. So that's twice at the San Diego airport, once in Cleveland, twice in Detroit because I connected through Detroit twice. Uh, Indianapolis, Philadelphia. Where else did I connect? I think that was it. So I got seven airports here. I'm as I'm keeping count. At least seven airports I hit in four days. You know, plus shaking everybody's hand over two shows, and I washed them afterwards. And I told people to wash them after. But I guess I don't know. I don't know. I don't know if I should have had dinner. With my mother. My mother's not elderly. She's 56, but, you know, it's not, she's not, not, you know, you know, you know what I'm saying right there. She's not old, but she's not 20. Ugh. I, I just don't want to spread it around to people. And it's scary. But really, what got me scared was Wednesday, which, when they canceled the sports, which I realized that's what scared everybody. Everyone was whatever, whatever about this until Wednesday night. I went out and did a show here in town at a brewery, and while a comic was on stage, I was on after them, I got an alert on my phone that the NBA's canceled. And that's when, in my head, I'm like, I'm canceling Modesto first thing in the morning, and I canceled a cruise. And I'm not going anywhere. Like, once they canceled sports, all right, that's huge. Anytime, and the way I saw it, I'm like, anytime they're protecting the millionaires, that's not a good sign. That's not a good sign. Anytime they are publicly protecting multi million dollar athletes, that means the rest of us are on our own, okay? That's what that means. That's how I took it. Some of you took it going, oh no, what am I going to watch? I took it as, holy guacamole, no one's going to come to my address, knock on my door and go, hey Zoltan, you shouldn't travel anymore, we're worried about you, uh, because I am not a commodity like LeBron James, or uh, the Greek Freak, or whoever else is playing in the NBA right now. Uh, anytime they start protecting the millionaires, the rest of us should be putting on medieval armor and sharpening swords and, and charging our cell phones. Okay. Cause they're not looking out for us. That's for, that's for sure. Uh, so yeah, once they canceled sports, I was like, all right, I'm done. I'm done. And then that's when I started texting my comedian friends, and they're like, oh, I'm losing so much work. What's happening with you? And I'm like, I'm canceling work actively. I'm like, listen, money's what I can't, I can't do it. And thankfully, I'm in a position where I don't have any kids, and I'm just a, I'm a lonely man. So I only have to take care of myself, um, which, is, which I'm very lucky, and I have money in the bank, which I'm fortunate for. But who knows? What if they freeze the banks? And then I don't know how much cash I got in here. I got like 100 bucks in here. I'm gonna have to like I'm gonna have to take my mag light and then go rob people. Ah, Dane's got a gun. My best friend has a gun. Uh, and he's next door. And he's a big guy. We can go around robbing people. I'm not above that. What did you think I was a good person? I'm good until there's no uh, there's no water or protein bars in my fridge. I will rob you with the help of my friend's gun. Oh, that got dark. I think we're gonna be fine. All right. I think we're going to be fine. One of the things that's really bothered me about this is the people that uh, came out and said it's just the flu. No, it's not just the flu, all right? It's not just the flu. 
If it was just the flu, the stock market would be fine. I'd be flying. I'd be telling you about my show in Modesto, and I'd be telling you about where I'm going next. All right? I'm not doing any of that. No one's dribbling basketballs. They're making pro wrestlers perform in front of no audiences. I watched a UFC fight with no crowd. It's not normal. All right? Even Trump backtracked, which I know he does a lot, but he backtracked, and he's like, ah, it's not a hoax. We're shutting it down. It's, it's serious. It's serious. And then there's those people that are like, oh, don't worry. It's only going to kill the elderly. It's like, Jesus, do you not know anyone elderly? Why would you say that so matter-of-factly? Oh, don't worry. It's only going to kill the old people. Old people have Facebook. Old people have Instagram. I don't know if they have Instagram. But they're on the Internet, all right? We've, we've, we've connected the elders to the World Wide Web uh, many decades ago. How do you think they feel about reading that? What is it? Everyone that said that, their, their grandmothers are dead? Uh, that makes me worried. I don't want old people to go. I like them. I, I like people. I have friends that are elderly. They're old. They're young. They're not young. Their bones are brittle. They drink and sure. I, I want them to be healthy. I want them to be okay. I, I'm not cool with them. You know, I know they're going to go, but I don't want it to be something like this that we can get together and try to stop, you know? But yeah, uh, did that show, they canceled basketball, and then I still did a show on Friday night because I had an itch to go perform, and I'm like, because I, like I told you, I was willing to do the show in Modesto, I just didn't want to fly to it. So there I was, Friday night, nothing to do, and they're like, hey, come by Madhouse downtown and do a set, and I'm like, okay. But I said, I'm not hanging out. I don't even know if this made it any safer. But what I said, I'm like, I'm not hanging out. I'm going to show up when I'm going up. And then when I'm done, I'll leave. So what I and that's kind of what I did. I showed up, went on stage within five minutes of showing up. I didn't touch the mic. I had my hands in my pockets and uh, did my set. And then afterwards, I sat in the green room, waited for the second show to start, went on early and left. So I was, I don't I don't even know if that made it any safer. It probably didn't, and it was probably a dumb move for me to go do a set on Friday. Um, but I mean, as of right now, I don't have any symptoms, you know. But like I said, fourteen days, fourteen days. There was one day I thought I had symptoms because I woke up with a headache, but then I remembered I drank a bottle of wine with my friend Dane, <laughs> and then I was like, oh no, I'm just hungover. And then I took two Advil and it went away. And then there was another night where I, I ordered Thai food. Because, by the way, this is my survival plan. I said this on my Facebook Live. I, I filled my fridge and my freezer and my cabinets with non-perishable food items. And I haven't been eating them. And instead, I've been eating out until they close the restaurants, which could be, which could be happening as early as tomorrow. And then I'll dig into my uh, my reserves. So one of the nights I went and got Thai food, and I got spicy, you know, pad Thai, and then uh, Tom Yum soup, which is like their version of chicken noodle soup minus the noodles. And I was like, my nose was running because the food was so spicy, and I'm like, ah, it's a symptom. No, you dummy, it's just spicy. And then, like, I had, like, some chili flakes go down the back of my throat, and I start hack coughing. I'm like, it's the coronavirus. No, you're just, it's not always the coronavirus. Like, uh, don't get me wrong, I, I probably have it. I hope I don't. 
That's me knocking on wood. This is actually a, a coffee table I got from Amazon Prime that I had to put together myself, and it cost less than $70, so I doubt that's even real wood. Uh, knock on uh, corrugated cardboard that I don't have it, but I probably do. I probably do, and I'm not showing symptoms yet, and that scares the hell out of me because I had dinner with my mother. Oh, what a doofus I am. But it's too late. Um, I wanted to be more positive on this, but I don't know. This is what's happened. I think I, I think that's everything. Coronavirus. Uh, these two elders are still yakking at each other on TV. God, you know, Biden and Sanders look old alone. But you put them together, and they just... Yeah. They look like they're waiting for dessert at a retirement home. I'm getting flashbacks when I used to be a waiter at a retirement home. And I'd be like, ugh, Bernie and Joe are so grumpy and and we're out of Spumoni. We're out of Spumoni and I'm going to have to tell them and they're going to yell at me. Why are they sitting at the same table? They never sit at the same table. But now they're together. They're going to be double trouble. And they're going to ride my ass because I don't have any Spumoni. I'm having full-on flashbacks of being a waiter at a retirement home when I was in high school. God, they look extra old together. No matter what, we're going to end up with a president who's 100 years old. Whether this guy gets reelected or we pick one of these old dogs. Oh, boy. What is it? Why is there such an elder movement? What is that? I guess it shows that whatever the opinion is on Twitter is still a very small opinion. You know? Like when Biden started winning, uh, my friend Dustin Nickerson, who I brought up moments ago, he brought up that, like, that goes to show you that... Because according to Twitter, nobody likes Biden and everyone likes Bernie. Or Trump. Right, but I mean on the Democratic side. Nobody likes Biden, and then Biden starts winning, and then they're like, oh, it's a conspiracy. It's like, oh, is it? Or does it just show that a very small percentage of our population is actually on Twitter? It's mainly the same 10 people tweeting the same 10 things, worded in slightly different ways. It's the same meme. Twitter is so repetitive that if if they didn't have breaking news on there, I wouldn't be on there at all. But Twitter's the same. It's the same political views. There's two political views on uh, on Twitter, and everyone's views are the same, just slightly worded. Some people use periods instead of commas, which drives me up the wall. And then anytime like a, a celebrity's name is trending, whoever gets to use that Denzel Washington gif. Where he's like putting his hand on his heart going, oh, thank God, I thought Betty White was dead. But apparently she was riding a skateboard in Venice Beach this afternoon or whatever the story ends up being. Ugh, Twitter. But anyway, that goes to show you that Twitter is such a small demographic. Because if you're on Twitter, you would assume that there's this big youth progressive movement in the world. And there isn't. I mean, there there is a little bit, but I think most of us are still... Not to get too political, but I think most of us are still pretty moderate. I think most of the population is in the middle, where they're like, I kind of like that, but I kind of like that over there. And I kind of see what you're saying. And you know what? I could work with that. But those that makes for a really crappy tweet. You know what tweet will never get retweeted? I see where you're coming from. 
that tweet will never get even liked or favorited or whatever you do. It won't get shared. You could screenshot it, post it on Instagram. Your own mother won't like that. It's the least po- it's the least popular thing you can be is to go, I kind of see where you're coming from. And that's a good point. And I see what it is. You got to be hard one way or the other or get off it. Get off the tweet tweets. Um, maybe I'll recommend some stuff tomorrow. We're going to do another episode. This has been 282. I don't even know how long we've been recording. But I'm going to wrap it up. And uh, I'm going to have an exciting project. I think this is going to be my project. I think I'll just tell you. And then I can just not do it. Because I don't have a boss. So I can go back on my word. I'm not a politician. I don't have to say something in 2020 and then stand by it in 2026, which is a great thing. I get to be a regular person like you listening to this. We have that uh, luxury where we can say something in 2020, and in 2030, uh, we can go, well, yeah, I don't do that anymore, or I didn't think, I don't think that now, or I don't remember saying that. But politicians, that's mainly what Bernie and Biden are yelling at each other going, in 1994... <laughs> You said, blah, blah, blah. And then, you know, no one's doing that to me. No one's like, hey, in 1994, uh, you said, I bet I could fit all that Play-Doh in my ass. And I'd be like, well, I don't remember saying that, but I was in first grade. I bet you I was trying to stick Play-Doh in my ass. That's who I was when I was six. Six years old, spackling up the crack. What do you want me to do? But uh, but anyway, the project that I'm thinking of is uh, the new album, Cream. Uh, I might also change the name. I like the title, Cream. But every time I've told people, they get a look on their face like they're grossed out. And that's not really the idea. Uh, <laughs> but the new album's going to be released by 800 Pound Gorilla, but I don't know when. They're backlogged and whatever. So I'm thinking about releasing the video of it on YouTube. And then uh, maybe we could put a link, like I could make an uh, opening buffer video and go, hey, I'm putting my hour of comedy, my special, I guess you could call it. I don't know what's special about it if everyone's doing one, but that's the word we use. Uh, you can watch my hour of comedy. Please donate to this. And then maybe I could, like, I don't, what's the, what's a founding body like, who do we donate to right now? Is it the Red Cross? Is it FEMA? Does FEMA take donations, or is that just our tax dollars? I don't know. I gotta find, like, an entity to donate to that needs money during whatever this is, this coronavirus thing. So what I want to do is post the thing and then have a video in the front going, hey... Uh, please share this and also give a buck or five or ten or twenty to the Red Cross or the whatever, whatever. We need to find a good something. We need to find a good cause and then put a link in there and that way we can raise some money. And you guys can kill some time and watch an hour of my jokes. Because I'm proud of the hour and I want it to get out there. And I think there's no better time than what we're about to encounter right now. There's going to be a lot of downtime. A lot of downtime. So why not watch my hour of stand-up? I don't know. Why not make this about myself? 
while also raising money for someone else so I can still look in the mirror and not feel selfish. Why not do that? Why not have it both ways? I think that's what we're going to do. Oh, we need a song of the week. That's what we need. We need a damn song of the week. Let me get my Bluetooth speaker. You hang tight. We're not making any edits. Oh, boy, we're not making any edits. Can't believe I tried to video record that earlier. What a doofus. What was I going to do? What was I going to do? Uh, I do want to make other videos, but not this. We'll make something else. I just felt self-conscious with that camera staring at me. And I'm like, I'm trying to look into this microphone and talk to the people in their vehicles. Where are you going to listen to this now? Because you're not going to be driving to work. Um, all right. Song of the week. Excuse me. Pizza burp. Uh, oh, that one be, would be a little dark. Maybe not that one. How about something... Something a little... I like this song, Roses by St. John. It's a, it's a catchy song. Let's listen to that, huh? Let's do that. And I'll catch you guys tomorrow for episode 283. Actually, I'm going to release this tonight, so I'll catch you Tuesday. This will cover Monday, and I'll catch you on Tuesday. How about that, huh? With a different song. But today, it's Roses by St. John. I hope you're having as much fun as you can in this situation. Take care of yourselves. Be polite. I think we're uh, not even to the tip of the iceberg. I, I wish I could be more positive. I hope everything goes back to normal. And I'm flying through the skies being whisked across the country by Delta because I have 80,000 Delta points and apparently it's worthless. Positivity. Here's Roses by St. John.
Do you?